Liverpool are on cloud nine and they get the first manager of the season sacked. Haaland hits back-to-back hat-tricks and the transfer window has slammed shut. This is the It's Football Day podcast, episode number 91. Let's have some fun. We are back and, I mean, we would say we're fresh, um, however, we're not. We both went to festivals. I ended up going to Reading Festival. Ryan ended up going, went to Leeds Festival and we are in a very, very bad way and it has been, what, four days since we got back? We are getting old. Yeah, um, I think I'm too old for camping now. Don't know about you, but it was rough. <laughs> yeah, mate, it was it was tough. My back is in agony. As you can hear, Ryan's voice is, is not quite recovered. But we move. We're still here. We are back for another episode. And we have so much to talk about that we're going to try and condense it all into the half hour, which may be tough. So if we don't talk about your favourite teams, we do apologise. Any results that you wanted us to talk about, we do apologise. But... Look, there's only so much we can talk about. You don't want to sit here listening to us for an hour and a half. Or maybe you do, but probably not. So first of all, we will start off with a Super 6 game. So actually, no, scrap that. The last time you heard us would have been Monday, um, like way before all of this. Like nearly like what? Like over two weeks now. Um, Man United versus Liverpool happened. And we were all predicting a Liverpool win because Man United were not on form. Liverpool weren't great, but still... And Man United came out winners, and they, they performed really well. Martinez was great in this game. And uh, do you know what? I can't even remember half the stuff that happened in this game because it feels like it was so long ago. But all I remember was Man United actually played a blinder. Yeah, it reminded me very much of like Project Restart Manchester United under Oli. Like from the get-go, lots of pressure, lots of chances, good finishing as well. And obviously Liverpool did get one via, uh, through Salah. Um but they just weren't at the races, and yeah, the much better team on the day, Man United, to uh, really kickstart things off for their campaign. Definitely, and then we moved on to the weekend games, which would have been the Super Six we predicted were Southampton, Man United, Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool, Bournemouth, Arsenal, Fulham, Wolves, Newcastle, and Forest versus Spurs. So yeah, talking on, Man United kickstarting their season with a win against Liverpool. Could they then go and beat Southampton? Who Southampton at St Mary's have been really good so far this season. They've been looking dangerous. And luckily, they did come away with a 1-0 win at the end of it. So, you know, Man United have kickstarted their season. They are on the up. They they could be doing some decent things. And their transfer window business hasn't been too bad. Um, at this point, Casemiro did get a little feature in this game. Um, and, yeah, they, they look like they could be on the way up the, the Premier League table. Yes, this was obviously their second win, a bit of a scrappy 1-0 away on the road to Southampton, who arguably could have got something out of the game. But again, you know, it's a a clean, I think this was their first clean sheet of the season, win on the road, two in a row at this point. So yeah, really good result. Definitely. And then up next, we have Chelsea versus Leicester. Now, obviously, both me and Ryan were at festivals over the weekend. So we were getting the results through drips and drabs. And I remember the first thing I saw was Conor Gallagher red guard. And I couldn't believe it. Since what's the highlights, it was two yellows. But despite being down to 10 men, you did run out 2-1 winners here. Yeah, I think when you say like when we were, how and when we were picking up the results. So I seen it at 2-0 to Chelsea. 
But I hadn't actually realised that Conor Gallagher had been sent off. So the fact we went down to 10 men and still managed to score two goals, um, I don't know whether it says more about us or Leicester, to be honest. Obviously, Leicester did pull one back through Barnes straight after we made it two through Sterling's double. Um, but still, yeah, nice to nice to get a win against Leicester. They are in big trouble. Uh, we'll come on to them a little bit more at the end. Obviously, they did play this evening. Um, but yeah, 2-1, good result. Good from Sterling to get two. Yeah, move on. Definitely. And, I mean, if we're going to talk about getting certain results through your phone whilst you're at a festival, 9-0 Liverpool, and then hearing that um, Salah didn't get a single goal or assist, mate, that threw me off, that did. Like, the fact that we were at a festival getting, you know, I could just see the scoreline every now and then. To see 9-0 and Salah with no goals or assists was absolutely baffling. And what that what I still haven't got my head round it yet, still. Like how? How did you score nine goals? Golden boot winner, golden assister for last season, had both of them under his arm. Neither. Could not believe it. Played the full ninety as well. Unbelievable. Mad. Firmino getting two goals and three assists. Luis Diaz getting two goals. Yeah. Trent with a banger. Harvey Elliott with a banger. It was just overall, it was a very dominant display from uh, Liverpool. And as we mentioned at the top of the sh- uh, top of the episode, this did actually result in Scott Parker getting sacked. I don't necessarily think it was for the performance. I think it was more his comments afterward. He basically came out saying that the board had done him a disservice by not equipping him with the players that they needed to be good at this level. Yeah, I've seen that. Um... A bit harsh, though, obviously. Really hard start to the season for Bournemouth. The likes of Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal in the first five. Um, but again, if you're going to make comments about the owners like that, don't be surprised if they uh, if they come for your head. Definitely. I, I do still think it's a harsh sacking. I understand they have to, you know, the comments mean it's difficult for them to keep them on board. But Bournemouth's first four games were Villa on the opening day and they won that. And then they played Arsenal, City and Liverpool. And yes, they have a goal difference of like, what, nine goals in the Liverpool game, uh, six goals in the City game. And was it 3-0 in the Arsenal game? I think they lost. So, well, all the multiples are three, three, six, nine. But yeah, they, they have been they have been battered, but they're not games they're going to be expected to win. Um, unfortunately, we are probably not going to see Scott Parker in his very famous nice cardigan for the rest of the season. Yeah, the £1,300 cardigan. What a shame, eh? Mad. Speaking of Arsenal, they did play Fulham at the 5.30 kickoff. Um, you know, this would have had uh, you know, Arsenal winning three games in a row, coming up against probably, do you know what, surprisingly, maybe their first massive test because Fulham have been really good at the top of the season they've started off really well Mitrovic has actually been getting goals and he did get a goal in this game but that did not stop Arsenal they ended up winning 2-1 on the day and yeah just brilliant performance from Arsenal four in a row at this point and they're, they're flying yeah it was the mistake from Gabriel that gave Mitrovic the chance in the start of the second half to make it 1-0 uh, and then obviously Arsenal work their way back into the game for a nice little goal from Odegaard and then Gabriel makes up for his mistake and wins it for them late on in the day. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah like you said, at this point, four in a row for Arsenal, another win on the bounce, doing all they can, just picking up three points in every game. 
Definitely. And what do you make of the celebrations of this one, just quickly? Because a lot of criticisms come out from them. Um, you know, winning four games, they celebrate, uh, you know, a win 2-1 from coming behind against Fulham, who are newly promoted. Look, in my opinion, I don't know about your opinion, but in my opinion, sometimes you have to celebrate every win. What a fans not allowed to celebrate the win? The players not celebrate able overcoming the fact they are 1-0 down, regardless who the team is. It's the Premier League. Like, I'm looking at the 20 teams in the Premier League right now, and I do not know who could go, could go down other than Villa. But, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and Leicester. Yeah, no, I think yeah. every they should have every right to celebrate. Like, a win is a win. Four and five in a row... It's quite uh, quite an achievement. Obviously, you know, they haven't played still the biggest of teams. They've got Manchester United this weekend, so that'll be their first massive test. But, I mean, you say to any team at the start of the season, you're going to win the first five on the bounce. You're going to be buzzing. They're the only team in the Premier League that's got on that record so far. So, yeah, f- f- too right they should celebrate. 100%. And then the last two games that we predicted, which came on the Sunday, first of all, you got Wolves versus Newcastle, and it did roll out a one-all draw in the end. Uh, Ruben, two fantastic goals in this game. Ruben Nevers with a brilliant outside-the-box shot, which was, you know, Joe Willett didn't close him down quick enough. But then if you want an equaliser, mate, Alan saying maximum with an absolutely sensational volley in the 89th minute. Like, it doesn't get much sweeter than that. From a, from a Huang clearance that just sliced it a little bit mate if you're going to take watch a board way down and hit it on the volley you've got to do it like that that was beautiful yeah it was probably the goal of the weekend i'd, I'd say it's just hit so sweetly right into the corner rescues a point for newcastle on the road at wolves yeah i think you'll definitely take that result 100 percent. and i think what made it sweeter as a newcastle fan is it came like I think two minutes after uh, Wolves were denied a second goal um, via VAR because they fouled Wolves and then, uh, not Wolves, uh, Frazier. And then um, Jimenez came out and pulled like a telescope out. Oh, yeah. A celebration. Yeah. So that that was nice to just mug off the old, uh, the old Wolves. Um, but then the final game of the weekend on the Super 6 was Forest versus Spurs. And Spurs, efficient. You know, terrible on the day. Didn't exactly do very well, but still running out 2-0 winners here. Um, and that was just a job well done for them. Forest, despite their 20 players I'm that they've signed, I'm worried at where their goals are going to come from because they create a lot of good chances, but they not scoring a lot of them. Yeah, it's almost like they've signed too many players. Like it's Making a whole new 11 after being promoted, you're going to have a whole new chemistry in, in amongst the starting 11. So... It's a case of how quickly they can sort of bond. And like you said, like the goals, it's it's looking a little bit dry. Definitely. Well, Ryan, how many points did you get this week? So out of those six games, what, what are you saying? How many did you get? Uh, so out of them six games, I got every single result correct in terms of the outcome of the match. And then I got one exact correct score. So I ended with 15 points. Nice. I've pipped you a little bit there. I did get 17. Whilst I did not get every result right, I did actually get three exact results right. I said Chelsea 2-1, Arsenal 2-1 and Spurs 2-0. And then other than that, I did say Liverpool would win 3-0. They won 9-0. So, a bit different. 
So, moving on to the midweek games, we had our first midweek clashes of uh, the season, and they were bloody brilliant. We've had some insane games. So, one thing we kind of didn't mention there, because it wasn't involved in our Super 6, I will touch upon it now, was Haaland. So, Haaland, against Crystal Palace, did go 2-0 down City, but they came back and won 4-2, all thanks to a Haaland hat-trick. There could have been some controversial things in this in the fact that Edison did roll the ball out and then a goal was actually disallowed for Crystal Palace to put them 3-0 up. But City do what they do best. They turn the heat on. Haaland gets a hat-trick and he turned the heat on again in midweek. This time, a 6-0 win against Nottingham Forest and Haaland got another three back-to-back hat-tricks. Yeah, I believe it was a 37-minute first-half hat-trick. Um, which I won't lie, as well. I didn't have him captain like the majority of people in FPL, and I saw he'd scored three in the first half. Um, so I was just praying to the gold that Salah did something uh, against Newcastle. But yeah, dominant performance from Man City, six nil, fantastic result, clean sheet as well. Um, but yeah, speaking of Liverpool, they took on obviously your boys in Newcastle. I think you were robbed here. Big time. Uh, it, it, it's a very tough one to take. I've seen a lot on social media, a lot, a lot of stuff on social media about Klopp time. And stuff like that. Look, yes, we time wasted. We're away at Anfield. We're one all. We went one nil up. By the way, Isaac, what a signing this guy could be. You know, what a player. Because he, yeah, he looked brilliant playing his debut. But yeah, he got a goal on his debut. Could have had a second. Offside was questionable. If you look at the Rashford one a couple of weeks ago and then look at this one, where's the consistency? Yeah, it's super, super close, but fair play to him. Fantastic finish. Yeah, brilliant finish. Cool, calm and collected. Two um, Liverpool defenders, Milner and Joe Gomez. He absolutely sits them down and scores for the second. But unfortunately, like I said, it was disallowed. Uh, Bobby Firmino gets it on the score sheet here. Great little slot home past Nick Pope. Not much you could do about that. And yeah, with 20 minutes to go, realistically, Liverpool did turn the screw on. And I was very worried that we would concede. But we held out. Five minutes of added time are given. And yes, look, I will sit here and admit we time wasted. But like I said, we're away at Anfield. What do you expect us to do? Every ball that's going out, we're, we're going down for cramp, stuff like that. But for them to score in the 97th and a half minute or whatever it was, with five minutes added on, it felt harsh. Like, it it hurt. Look, my one of my close friends, Sam, is a massive Liverpool fan. We had a conversation after the game. And look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that we didn't time waste because we did. But, mate, that, that felt harsh, that, because we deserved the point. Yeah, but I think it makes things very interesting from the table perspective. Liverpool picking up a win, really boosting them up the table into the top six. Um, but, yeah, we'll move on to the next game from midweek. So, my lot, Chelsea, were away to Southampton. Arguably the uh, easiest away fixture on the calendar. No disrespect to Southampton, but yeah, we're one nil up early on for a Sterling goal. We were that we were the better team in the first first well first section of the game when we scored, and then yeah, we just completely switched off two one down by half time, and then second half was just atrocious. We just we just ain't got goals. It's terrible. 
Yeah, and so, do you know what? I really did pip Southampton to be very poor at the start of the season, but they're proving me wrong. And I am, I genuinely, I don't know who could go down this year because everyone seems decent. Leeds look good, Southampton look good. You know, Everton are getting draws. They're not losing, but they're getting a lot of draws, but they're also not winning. So where they could go, I don't know. But this was unfortunate for you. But if we're going to talk about our team that's absolutely flying at the moment, like we mentioned there, Arsenal, five from five, a 2-1 win against Villa. And also, just quickly, have you seen Martinelli's shot, the one that um, yeah, Martinez yeah, yeah. saved? It's a strike. Oh. Mate, that could have if that goes in, that's goal of the season. The way it was played and then battered. <sighs> Ugh. Um, Douglas Louise did score from a corner and then Arsenal immediately go and try and sign him on de- deadline day, though. Uh, yeah, 20 million or so. He's a good player. I think as part, he's injured as well. He slots quite nicely into that CDM role for whoever's out. And his middle name's Gabriel. Yeah, that is true. That is that is the main reason. You know, Arteta's yeah. just collecting Gabbies. Exactly. But yeah, Arsenal, five from five. Fantastic start from them. Look, are they going to win the league? Maybe not with a team like City and Haaland absolutely running away with what they're doing. They're blowing teams out of the water. And we haven't exactly seen Arsenal play a top six team yet. But we're going to see it this weekend against Man United. Yes, they might have fallen off, but they're getting wins. We'll talk about the final one in a moment. But yeah, Arsenal are high flying at the moment. And... Mikel Arteta is going to be laughing because they they look brilliant. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of brilliant, I think another team, like we said, that's kicked on, uh, played against Leicester tonight is Manchester United. Won this game one nil. That's now three in a row for them. Really climbing up the table as well. I think they're on about nine points after first five, which really isn't too bad when you look at the fact that they lost a four nil with Brentford, two nil at home to Brighton. So they've really turned it around. So it's whether a case of how long they can keep it up for, but. Yeah, 1-0 on the road against Leicester. Leicester are in big, big trouble. Like, I genuinely think they could go down. Yeah, they've... um. Well, you've got El Sakiko this weekend, haven't you? It's um, Leicester versus Aston Villa. Basically, whoever gets loses that game could potentially get sacked in Gerard or Rodgers, really. Yeah, I mean, well, they're both playing tough fixtures, the two of them. So Villa have City, and then Brighton have Leicester at home. So... Oh, is it next weekend that they face each other? It might be, but then you've also got Lampard, Everton against Liverpool. Is he? He's going to be in trouble if he doesn't get anything out of this, especially for a derby. But yeah, that was the midweek games. We'll quickly go over the latest transfers as today is deadline day. So let's have it. So yeah, as we said, transfer deadline day. There's obviously going to be a lot of news pinging about the past couple of days, we did see Fafana finally make his transfer to Chelsea. Obviously, Leicester and Chelsea played each other last weekend. He was not featured in the squad whatsoever, as he was apparently not in the right frame of mind. Aubameyang has also made his um, made his way to Chelsea. Chelsea has signed Aubameyang, so he's back in London, back in the Premier League. Um, hopefully, his jaw is going to be all right, ready to start another game in the Prem. Who knows? Man United have made the signing of Anthony. They finally have him. So, really, look, Arsenal are collecting Gabbies. Man United are collecting Anthony's. You got Anthony Martial, Anthony Alanga, and now a man just called Anthony. Who's going to be next? Speaking of Arsenal, as we mentioned there, they are trying to sign Douglas Louise. 
the deadline day has shut as we speak. So we're recording this currently at half 11 on the night. But you know what happens. Sometimes these deals go through at like 2 in the morning because they got the paperwork in on time. So will he actually be an Arsenal player by the time we wake up? Who knows? Forrest continue to make signings. They signed Batshuayi from Chelsea. Um, was that a loan? Do you know, Ryan? Or was it a uh, was it a full signing? I believe it's a full signing. I'm not actually 100% sure, though. I feel like it would be a full signing because we just never play him. Yeah, Forrest also did sign Willy Bolly, and I don't know if you saw this, Ryan, but he was meant to play against Newcastle at the weekend, and he just didn't turn up. He was featured in the squad on the subs bench, and he just didn't turn up because he was trying to push for a move to Forrest. So, mate, the things some players do. And then the final couple we're going to talk about. So, Liverpool have signed Arthur, or is it Arthur? I don't know, really know how you pronounce it, from Juventus. Is this a panic buy? You look at other players that have panicked bought before. Quebec, um, they signed that Ben Davis, you know, the 1.5 million like left back or whatever he was. I can't, I think his name is Ben Davis. I'm not fully sure. But is this a panic buy? Yes, they need a midfielder because they're very aging in Milner and Henderson and Thiago's out injured. But is Arta going to be the, you know, the answer to all your prayers? And then finally... We got a Premier League legend back in in the game. Willian has joined Fulham on a free. Like that's mad. Willian and Kazawa as well. PSG fame, both signing for Fulham. Like Fulham looked good anyway with Mitrovic actually firing and Andreas Pereira doing really well. They've actually made some good signings. Fulham could stay up finally. What is going on? <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is apologies if you don't like my voice too much, but as you heard, Ryan's is absolutely battered, so I'm going to just keep spieling on. No, that's not the case. I just sound like uh, Dot Cotton. <laughs> Sounds like you've been smoking 60 fags a day for the past 40 yeah. years, but obviously, look, we know why you're here. FPL, what's been going on? So we do have a manager of the week this week. Billy Bourne with 95 points. Insane weekend from him. Uh, we did actually have someone triple captain Haaland and they are still not top of uh, the manager of the week this week. So, unlucky lad, unlucky Ryan, but Billy Bourne smashed it, mate. 95 points, solid team all round. Absolutely smashed it. I'll tell you who hasn't smashed it. Jamal, mate. 27 points. You're right, son. What are you doing down there? Bottom of the league. Oof. <laughs> And then finally, we've actually managed to keep this well down. We're twenty-two, we're nearly twenty-three minutes in, and do you know what? We we took like eighteen minutes to do the first part and just whizzed through the second. Yeah, well, I've actually just steamrolled it. So apologies. Uh, well, do you want to quickly know about our FBL no. team, Ryan? How did you do? Uh, so FBL wise, I managed to rack. I'll, I'm going to end on seventy-nine points because I'll have. Perisic with one point coming into the team. So I think average was about 60 for the week. So I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, uh, so average was 58. I got 73. Actually had quite a decent week for once. Transfer-wise, um, Rodrigo's coming out because he's like dislocated his shoulder. Yes. Probably going to put Pereira in to get the money back. And Isaac is going in my team. In Newcastle have some quite favourable <laughs> options. It was between Isaac and Mitrovic because he is firing... But I am back in the Newcastle boy, I'll be honest. Do you know what? I, I'm going to put Trippier in, but not till next week because I don't want to take a hit because I've took Rodrigo out for Pascal Gross just because he's super cheap. But 
Looking at your fixtures, you're going to go on the right little run. Hopefully, now. I can sense. Hopefully, it. well, we were unbeaten until the eighty or well, ninety-eighth minute yesterday. So we'd won one, drawn three. Now, unfortunately, we have lost one. It was nearly a draw four, but yeah, I think we could, we could go on a little run. Do you know what? A lot of people before this season said Newcastle could be like eighth, and I was like, look, I'll be happy with tenth, but. Mate, we look very good, like very tidy, very organised. We've made very good signings. I'm happy right now. And then finally, we have this weekend's fixtures. The Super 6 we have gone for. There's some big games here, look. Merseyside Derby at 12.30, Everton versus Liverpool, Chelsea versus West Ham, Newcastle versus Palace, Aston Villa versus City, Brighton versus Leicester, and Man United versus Arsenal. So, Merseyside Derby, Ryan, what are we saying? Yeah, big weekend for the uh, rivalries and derbies, but the Merseyside one, I'm going to say Liverpool just going to nick it 2-1. I'm going to go with a, two, uh, a 3 uh 3-0 Liverpool. Wow, okay. Dominant display. Okay, fair enough. Then we've got Chelsea versus West Ham, which hopefully, me and Lewis are there. We will see. Uh, 2-0 Chelsea. Yeah, we, we could actually be at this game. Who knows? And I am going to go for a cool 1-0 Chelsea-West Ham. Ugh, great. Well, oh. Newcastle versus Palace next. Mm, 1-0 Newcastle. 2-0 Newcastle. Actually, no, no, no. That's a lie. 2-1 Newcastle. Palace are actually quite good. And Wilfred Zaha will score because he's firing. Yeah, he is on fire. Great goal in the week from, from him. Then we've got Aston Villa versus City. Gerard versus Pep. The uh, the rematch of the final day of the season last season. Uh, I think... I'm hearing a lot of rumours saying Haaland's not going to start. But I still think City will steamroll him 3-0. Oh, mate, even if Haaland doesn't start, Alvarez got two goals in midweek. He looks dangerous. I'm going 4-0 exactly. City. Yeah, nice. Then we've got Brighton versus massive bottom of the league out of form, Leicester. 2-0 to Brighton. Uh, 1-0 Brighton, efficient, get it done. Nice. And then finally, the big one of the weekend, the game I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm most looking forward to, Manchester United hot in form versus the 100% record as in Arsenal. 1-1. I think this will be a really good game, and I'm going to go 2-1. Uh... Oh, I don't actually know. I was going to go 2-1 Arsenal, but I'm down myself. 2-1 Arsenal, I'm going to stick with it. Wow, wow. That would be an insane result if Arsenal win at Old Trafford. Absolutely huge. Just get memories of the 8-2. That's all I can think of. <laughs> But yeah, that wraps up the It's Football Day podcast, episode number 91. Thank you for bearing with us. Look, we got festival flu, all right? We're hurting, we're in pain, but we got through it. And hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, It's been a while. It's been like nearly, nearly two weeks worth, pretty much. But thank you for bearing with us. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. You know where to find us by now. It's Football Day underscore on Instagram and uh, Twitter. It's Football Day XI on Facebook. (laughs) And as always, we will. See you next time.